Hi, welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating once and for all and become strong, confident women, lose weight and free up time and energy to pursue what's important to them. Today, we're going to talk about self-sabotage, you know, how to stop it. This kind of dovetails into the last episode and what you may or may not know is that self things like self-sabotage, beating yourself up, going into shame, those are the linchpins. When you can stop these things, you can stop the cycle. So these pattern interrupts allow us to actually break the cycle that we get into by taking out one major component of the cycle. Because without the shame and guilt that we get into, the cycle really tends to fizzle out, or at least it reduces greatly. So you probably already know that binge eating is a habit. And you may or may not know that it's a choice, but we haven't really talked a whole lot about that. Um, But, you know, there is this paradoxical relationship because there is a moment when we, you know, uh, give in, right? So, but if you feel confused and frustrated that you keep doing it, you know, you recognize that it feels like self-sabotage, like you're rebelling against yourself. Maybe you want to, you probably want to effortlessly make food choices that serve you no matter what your circumstances are and for it to be automatic and that you don't have to think about it because you've created these healthy habits that really serves you, you know, um, and that you can feel proud of yourself for. And when it comes to giving in urges, you probably are very aware of what causes your cravings. Things like procrastination, feeling fearful, being angry about what someone did or didn't do, you know, being lonely, being at home alone, um, being overwhelmed. But I don't have to tell you that when it comes to this area, for many, awareness doesn't automatically equal a permanent change in behavior. So we'll talk about some of the main mistakes I see people make when it comes to breaking free from binge eating, what keeps you safe and in your comfort zone and how to be comfortable in discomfort. So you can stop the cycle of doing well for a few weeks and then falling back into the old patterns. All right. So the first mistake is focusing on only on the food. If you're like many women who comfort and binge eat, chances are you've tried to change what you eat or how much you eat as a way to solve the problem. But the problem is that you can only do this for a few days or weeks and some, myself included, even many months before eventually reverting back to weeks or months of binge eating, resulting in regaining previously lost weight, feeling bewildered and frustrated, wondering why everyone else can seem to change their weight permanently, but you're stuck in a cycle and keep gaining the weight back. You also recognize that you use food as a crutch, that it keeps you safe and in your comfort zone, and it's affecting your ability to have a successful relationship or, you know, to pursue um, a better job for yourself or to start a, a project or a business. And I used to do the same thing. I find myself trying to choose healthy foods or tell myself, okay, I'm going to just have one cookie or one piece of chocolate and I might do it and feel super proud of myself. But eventually I just revert back. And this pattern caused me to lose trust in myself and feel fearful. Like, 
when is it going to happen again? You know, I I felt like I was just living in this anxiety of not knowing when I was going to have control and when I wasn't. And after helping hundreds of women and working with clients one-on-one, what I've seen time and time again is that women who achieve a sense of peace and control with their eating have moved their focus from what they eat to focusing on the relationship to uncomfortable emotions. Because at the root of every binge is an urge to binge and eating is simply a way to make that feeling of tension go go away. So when you can partner with that feeling instead of running from it, it's kind of like standing up to a bully. They lose interest eventually, right? <laughs> so the second mistake that we do is trying to figure out why. So you've probably done a lot of work on yourself at this point, right? You've probably been to therapy, you've probably tracked your triggers, you're probably already getting curious about what you're wanting to eat, even when you're not hungry, uh, or why you're wanting to eat even when you're not hungry. And you've probably gained a lot of insight over the years gathering this data. You may be experiencing longer periods of control and feeling a lot more freedom than a few months or years ago. But you might feel wary of these periods of freedom because it feels like at some point you'll eventually go off the rails again and you're ready to let go of this fear and fully have trust in yourself. And you may wonder why you keep doing this when you know exactly what's happening and driving the binges and know that it will only provide fleeting comfort that you can predict exactly the whole cycle, how it will play out. So why do you keep doing it, right? So what I've noticed is that women who break free from binge eating once and for all have learned to shift their their focus from trying to understand why they binge to how their brain works. And it's kind of like being in a snow globe versus holding the snow globe. When you understand the way that your brain works and you can see the big picture, you can move from being you know, the one who's being shaken and thrown about by some outside force to being the one who is creating the force, who is in control. So when you have the ability to make aligned eating choices, which is pillar two from the embodiment method, you can eat in a way that aligns with your unique values and in a way that you can feel proud of. So here's something you can do to start to gain new perspective and begin to step out of the blind spot, which is like being inside the the snow globe that's keeping you going back into self-sabotage. Next time you find yourself about to give into an urge, I want you to ask yourself, what value am I honoring by eating right now? What value am I honoring by eating right now? And I want you to do this from a place of openness, openness to knowing any potential blind spots that you might have, um, any competing motivations or um, competing commitments that you might have that might be getting in the way of allowing yourself to really let go of the behavior. And, you know, I'll just briefly share that for me, when I, my big um, surprising moment of awareness was when I realized that I was still allowing my 
father to control me. (laughs) So growing up, he was a very controlling person. He wanted everything exactly the way that he wanted it. And I was not prone to rebellion, but I would snap. Okay. So I would have these moments when I would just snap. I would just get the pressure would just get too much to try to meet his expectations. And so I would snap and then I would have a rebellious moment. So even though I wanted to meet his expectations, I I could never meet them because I I couldn't be perfect. And then I would get in trouble and, you know, um, incite his anger. And so here I was, you know, decades later and not realizing that when I would, when I would call on my higher self to, you know, to practice restraint in a moment when I knew according to the values that I wanted to uphold, that it wasn't the right choice, I would do it anyway. Why? Because somewhere on some level, I was like, you can't control me, (laughs) you know? But then one day I realized, wait a minute, I'm saying you can't control me. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Ha ha ha. But then the food was controlling my life because it was controlling my emotions. It was keeping me stuck and keeping me unhappy. And, you know, this was on top of not at this time, but years before that, you know, feeling um, trapped in my body because I was carrying all of this extra weight that was weighing me down literally um, and made me feel just lethargic and, you know, immobile. And so that was a big aha moment for me. And it really changed everything from that point forward because then I always had that perspective of being outside the snow globe from that point forward. So these are the kinds of insights that can happen when you're willing to ask yourself these types of probing questions, but it's not, it's not why, right? Why is one of the most useless questions that we can really ask when it comes to behavior change. So I want you to um, ask yourself that question and let's go ahead and recap. So what we talked about today, two mistakes when handling binge eating self-sabotage is number one, focusing on what you're eating. And number two, focus, focusing on understanding why you're doing it. Like asking the question, why do I keep doing this? When you ask that question, you're going to get an answer that is unhelpful. Okay. So what you can do instead is number one, you can understand your relationship with uncomfortable emotions. And if you want some support doing that, there is a free training that you can grab at rashandiates.com slash cravings. That'll help you. It'll help you through a four-step process that does this for you. All right. And number two, understanding how your brain works so that you're shifting from trying to understand why do I do this? to understanding how your brain works. Now, that question that I shared with you, I want you to use it next time you're about to, um, you feel yourself about to give into an urge, which is what value 
am I honoring by eating right now? Because what you might find is that the value that you're honoring is not the value that you actually want. So for example, in my story, I wanted freedom. And so I was, when I was, you know, trying to control my food, it was me. Um, I mean, when I was trying, when I was uh, giving into urge, <laughs> let me try this again. So when I was giving into urges, um, the part of me was wanting to exercise the value of freedom because, you know, freedom is one of my highest values. It may be my highest value. But what I didn't recognize was that by giving in to urges, I was actually taking away my freedom. So do you see, does that make sense um, about like what value is really being demonstrated by this choice to give in? And what you'll discover is that you'll probably be surprised when you realize what value has been operating under the surface on a subconscious level. So, all right, that is my tip for you. Um, Again, it comes from pillar two of the embodiment method. And when I take my clients through this, we go through a process that allows them to really habituate, first of all, understand what their subconscious values are, choose ones that are supportive of their goals, and then habituate eating choices so that they are naturally in alignment with what they are wanting for themselves and their lives. And remember, this this is unique to each person. So we, we can't choose based on someone else's values and expect the results to work out for us, right? Um, and this is something that it took me so long to, to understand and to actually implement in my life because again, I was a people pleaser. So I wanted to do what was expected of me. Um, and I wanted to be able to like live up to standards of other people. But at the end of the day, it just didn't work. It was a failing strategy and I had to ultimately turn inward and find out what would work for me. And I want the same for you too. So that's today's episode. I trust that you gained some insight or aha or takeaway that you can implement today. When you have that, find me on Instagram, tag me in your Instagram story, share what you've learned or DM me. I love hearing from you. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. 
over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.